Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. And welcome to the Joy Superpower series in which we explore special powers each and every one of us can cultivate in order to navigate these turbulent times in which we live. I'm Andrew Cannon, and I have the honor to be your host. And in this episode, I'm excited to be talking with Sara Saeda about the joy superpower of perseverance and take a deeper look at the role self-confidence plays. Sara is CEO of 4D Health Services in Canada, and as a mental health counsellor, Sara helps people affected by stress, anxiety, depression, phobias, emotional issues, and emotional problems, so in many different ways. Welcome to the show, Sara. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew. It's, it's a pleasure to have you here. So firstly, let's kick off by getting to know you a little better and your perspective. What inspired you to become a mental health counsellor in the first place? Yeah, so I'm basically a doctor. So as a doctor, what I learned is I'm helping people, but it's not healing. I'm just helping people to get better. I'm helping people to for symptomatic treatment, some sort of, um, I would say, band-aid treatment. But, but where is the healing? Where is the real healing? That's inner healing. So I worked for some time, but my passion was a little bit deeper into the human psychology and finding out like what makes you happy, what makes you stressed, what, how can you overcome all those things? And uh, I have like a good amount of uh, experience um, dealing with people, different communities. Mm. And, uh, you know, so I, I learned a lot of languages and culture and, you know, all those things. Right. And that exposure gave me more insight into human, you know, different people. But we are... In the end, we are all same, although we speak different languages, different cultures, religion, and all those things. But in the end, when we come to a healer, we are same. We are having the same thing. We are all going through same stress. And, you know, there there is no difference between the race and color and language. So here is the, I would say that it's more in, uh, into spirituality rather than you know like you know how we can be one so, mm-hmm. so uh, that made me uh, like um, it's not a second career but yes in deep into my uh, career and then I did my master's and then I were I, I took my um, licensing and registration in psychotherapy and I'm working as a psychotherapist and a life coach. And, and you know, like, again, it's a stigma to, to go to a mental health counselor. So I, w- I sometimes say that, okay, how about a life coach? Do you think it's a better name? Oh, I like that. Yes, I like that. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I think there's less and less of that. I think there's more understanding and more people willing to be authentic and to be vulnerable. Um, than they used to be. So I think we're moving in a good direction, but I can still understand the challenge. Yeah. So so the thing is, you know, 
like there some part of world is you know it's something like mercury and mars not earth we we have completely different you know like perspective of everything huh. so i don't want to go into that because mm. that's a huge issue you know yeah no we we'll save that for another time another time but yeah. i think it's fascinating your background in that you know you have the medical um background and then taking building upon that to really focus on the healing elements so that's fantastic and i know you must face many different conditions people in many different situations in their life but there's some sort of common what are the most common things you're seeing at the moment um you know um since uh, 2020 this um, pandemic the most common thing i am um, encountering is stress mm. in all forms you know like um it can it can just like as a form of anxiety it can come as uh, negative thoughts it can come as rumination it can come as anything you know and uh, people they even don't understand that what are they going through like i don't know what's going wrong with me i don't know and people leaving there is financial crisis there is health crisis there is relationship problems there are work problems and you know just count on like how many more right so all those are you know the uh, it just you know end up in stress and they don't know what's the how it started and where it's going like, so they are just living in that situation of stress and the other thing is isolation mm. like some sort of isolation is there especially for elderly and for those who are you know like um living in in some you know like different places not with the family so right. uh th- that's another issue that uh, i i i just you know like two last two years i'm just like oh my god how can we help them mm. no uh, i understand also- that i understand that you know in finland where i i live I, the statistic is 40% of adults live in single adult households so massive yeah massive challenge um other other thing is like um some sort of uh grief and you know all those things mm. how many people they, they lost their lives yeah. their loved ones their family um so all sort of these they build up as stress and of course stress is the baseline of all the physical mental and all those illnesses like if you want to build up something this is the building block mm. this is stress 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 and you just like okay whole building is there now a lot of them. No, I, I understand totally where you're coming from. I remember thinking about this and talking to people that it's a bit like being in a in a boxing match with a professional um, boxer yeah. who's knocking you down. You know, it's the financial crisis knock you down. You get up a little bit, yeah. then it's the pandemic, and then you get up a little bit, and now it's Ukraine, and all these things are adding yeah. to people's stress levels without them having solved the previous issue. So it is building on top. And, and it was not like in 2019 there was no stress the stress was already there mm. like all you know all the you know it's in its full form yeah but now this is like 
over distressed like this is something you know overstressed, overstressed. yeah the, i think the pandemic very much shone a spotlight on problems that already existed yes. whatever problem there was all of a sudden it became very clear to people and they could see their challenges so which is a good thing absolutely. which is a good thing. Uh, absolutely and and you know like they they people they started realizing that money is not everything mm. like there are things that are more important than money of course health relationships and all those you know yeah. non-materialistic things yeah that's a fantastic thing and many people are now making that choice um again some statistic from some recent research is one in five people are considering leaving their job within the next 12 months um, just saying that they're not going to chase the dollar anymore yeah and and you know like if it's not helping you What's the idea of, you know, like you are devoting your, I don't know, 40 hours a week or even more mm. to something which is not good for your mental health. Right. So that's, You can earn money, but you cannot earn health and the time that you wasted already. Oh, I like that. I like that saying. <sighs> yes, you can earn money, but you cannot earn health. Remember that, everybody. That's a, a wonderful yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Say so. so let's focus back on the stress and... One of the tools to deal with that is this superpower of perseverance. So, you know, we define perseverance as the continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure or opposition. And, you know, looking at your experience as both a doctor and a mental health counsellor, you need a lot of perseverance in order to help your patients and clients get through their obstacles and reach their goals. So looking at your own life, when and how and why do you think perseverance helps you? Okay, so there are three P's which I never leave. Passion, purpose, and perseverance. Mm, nice. So, yeah, if, if you miss anyone, you're missing the goal. Right, so it's passion, purpose, and perseverance, three Ps. Yeah, so these three Ps, you know, they just like, uh, they build up you, whatever you want. Always reflect, like, what is my passion? What's my purpose? How can I just continue? A never give up attitude. Right. Whatsoever. So, so having these other two Ps, this passion and this purpose, they actually help with your optimism and your persistence when the going gets tough. Yes, absolutely. And the fourth P is positivity. Just to see the positivity. Uh, even in the worst situation, just try to find out. There are always something good and bad, even the worst situation. Yeah. So that all together, these, these are the pillars of, I won't say success because success is different for everyone. But for me, these are the pillars, which, you know, which build me up. Um, the, you know, like, okay, so being a woman is not a strength, but I made it a strength. Yeah. <laughs> so, you could make your own strength. So this is all like how you see things. Right. So that's the power to, to see the situation as you want to see it despite how somebody else sees it or how the media Absolutely. for example says the situation but you Absolutely. Make your choice do you want to be positive or not 
Absolutely. These are the, and you know, like when um, I enjoy, when I tell my clients and they started picking up these things and start to, you know, like they get results. This is my success. Like, okay, my success is my success, but my client's success is my success. And that's how my success is multiplying. I don't succeed every day, but yes, I'm, I'm doing it for others and they're succeeding. So that's my success. So this is one way of seeing life. I would say like, I see my life, like even if I don't um, do whatever I should do today, but what I did is important. Like I'm not seeking perfection. I'm seeking progress. How, how I'm progressing every day rather than this is my thing. If I didn't reach there, I'm a failure, loser or something. No, I'm not. I'm never a loser. Great. So we've now got five P's. We've got passion, purpose, perseverance, positivity, and progress. And remember, everybody, we are not adding perfection to that list. <laughs> no. Definitely not. That's, that's progress. I have, I have replaced it with progress. Yes. <laughs> perfection is never. Actually, um, uh, I used to be perf- a sort of perfectionist, but I overcome with progress. Because you are... You are your biggest um, motivator and biggest inhibitor. So just, you know, you can do anything if you have mm. in your mindset, like in your mind. If I think I'm, I can do it, I can do it. But I don't need to be very harsh on myself. Right. You don't need to do it today. Yeah, don't need to do it today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> do it tomorrow. Make a little progress today. Towards it. Yeah, absolutely. One person progress is still a progress. Yeah. But I can imagine, you know, your training as a doctor sort of helped develop this perfectionist um, tendency. I can imagine that whole training is about doing the perfect. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And, and my, you know, like I'm, I brought up in a, you know, my father was a professor and, you know, all discipline and all those things. They, they just like, if you didn't bring this much marks a plus or something mm. you are a failure or no <laughs> so but but what i'm practicing right now i did and you know till uh, i finished my studies i was a sort of like yes i need i had i have to do it mm. this is a must should now i just like break down all those must uh, shoots and everything now i'm more into my um calmness my resilience <laughs> all those things are more important even if I fail, that's fine. Failure, failure is learning. Right. You don't learn from success. You learn from your failures. <laughs> so that's how, you know, I, I see things. Mm. Um, because if you, if you don't fail, you are not progressing. Yeah. You're just like, you know, you're, you're, you know like from somewhere, you're just sitting on the top rather than, you know, one by one step. Yeah, that reminds me of a great... Um graduation speech graduation ceremony speech by Denzel Washington which was um, inspiring the students to to fall forwards um, and to fail and yeah, do it in a in a forwards sense and not fall backwards don't regress but always look to because it's an event it's an event you know it's not a person it's an event I failed no problem I failed right. I the, failed the exam I'm not failure I failed the exam and it's you know, I can I can pass the exam next time, and that's fine. Mm. But we take it so personally, and I suppose part of that is our upbringing. You mentioned a little bit about your own story, 
about your father's influence on on your perfectionism and and we all have these so-called baggages from growing up and I suppose part of your job is to help people understand and let go of those childhood learned behaviors or trauma absolutely so we we are you know like we are we are just our personality in our childhood and all those beliefs and traumas we carry and and in adulthood we even don't know that what is the cause of all those stress because it's in our subconscious mind somewhere embedded um we are unaware but still there like we don't know that our subconscious knows that this happened to you even before you're born it's amazing how human life works like uh the trauma begins even before you're born and of course you don't remember and you don't know but all those fear all those phobias all those traumas are are there unless you work on it and let yourself free like i did it overcome it mm-hmm. so uh that's it's very important for us to understand how yeah. things work definitely definitely this relationship between nature and nurture is a fascinating subject okay. and when we look at that from a perseverance perspective do you see that the people naturally have different levels of perseverance and moving on from that is that something they can change can somebody who is not naturally good at persevering can they be taught to become better at it absolutely they can be if i can do it you can do it so uh, i always tell everyone like if i can change my mindset if i can change uh, i can change my failure into success you can do it because i am i am the same human being as you are i i'm not a superwoman so so if i can you can there is there is literally no difference between two humans well we bleed same i'm going to slightly disagree with you and say that you are a superwoman you are a super person but everybody is yes everyone we, we all are as <laughs> everyone else yes we all have this amazing power this amazing ability to do so many things and we sometimes forget that uh, we sometimes put as ourselves down we all do. yeah yeah we are all superpowers in our own life Mm. so when you you know you've spoken to so many people on this issue of stress and when you look at different strategies people have for persevering and reacting in different challenges can you see any different ways of behaving and some which are maybe better than others to helping people in stressful situations absolutely yeah first first thing is your mindset you know everything starts from there mm. how you take things if you take it personally or it's just like an event so if if you take it personally like this always happens to me or me uh, you you just like you know you become the in in the cycle of uh, negativity you just enter the cycle of negativity mm. and if you take it like okay this happens it happens to everyone and of course you know like if if we are ready 
or the uncertainty because we don't know what what future holds for us mm-hmm. if you're ready if you know that future is uncertain and you're ready for that you don't go into negativity okay that's fascinating okay. so there's this this mindset that it's something is happening but it's not directly happening to me is the first one yeah and then this other mindset of life is uncertain and that's to be embraced and not fear the uncertainty yeah absolutely and and you know like one at a time Mm. things you know they just like we don't know tomorrow what what traumatism brings us but yes if you have resilience you can over overcome it whatever you know again if if you that boxer thing like if you cannot box with him you can just defend you can just duck mm. and that's fine or deflect yeah. deflect the energy i think yeah. is another power so it, that it, it all depends on how you you know react to a punch mm. Yeah, and there's different strategies. I think this is a very good analogy. So in boxing, there are different strategies for deflecting, for blocking, um, for shifting the energy. And in life, in the same way, I presume you can deploy different strategies to help you not let these things knock you down, not let yes, them absolutely. take you. And even if, you, if you're knocked down, you have to get up. Mm. If you fall five times, get up six times. Like you have to. There is no other way. Mm. And that's where the the this isolation becomes an issue in my mind. Because when you have a support community, when you have people around you who love you, it's so much easier to get up than it is when you're alone. Absolutely. And and today, because everything is uh, online, and this isolation is also you know so much you can like overcome that you can talk to a friend's family therapist anyone just click and talk to them right um mm. although technology uh, has a lot of benefits there there are some you know like i would still say because of technology there, there are something you know it's also stressful in some way mm. but again use the best one you know like Use, use it for your best rather than, you know, just, right. uh, scrolling on social media and finding out, oh, they are doing better than me or comparing mm. yourself with others. So more, more than that, you know, like, how can I make best use of it? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a fantastic tool if we use it correctly, both in terms Absolutely. of knowledge, but also in terms of connection. You know, I think the social networks were built to connect and then the business model took them down a different road but we still have the power to to say no to that but to still use these tools for their original purpose to build strong connections across the world absolutely and that's how we are we are connected right right (laughs) we've done that we've a living example that this can have a positive influence on our lives Um, i'm so happy to have met sarah and to have this this chat with her and one of the interesting things you say on your website is around negative thoughts and that having negative thoughts is okay. Um, but the important thing being 
is to then remember that your control that you have of how you respond to that, how you you act next in terms of the way you think, feel or respond. And you say your mind is like a magnet. You attract what you think. I love that saying. So tell me a little bit yeah. more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we all know that if you have like uh, 6,000, 7,000, 8,000 thoughts per day and 80% are negative. So we have a so, negative bias. So, so in the, you know, uh, I, I use an analogy like, when you are, you have like 100 black balls and 20 red balls, when you focus on red balls, you will find the red balls. Mm. If you focus on, you know, you are not focusing, you'll find black balls only. So it's all about changing your focus, changing your thoughts. What do you want to see? Mm. So again, fishing those positive 20% from the the pool of negativity. Okay, so don't try and fight the the natural 80-20 rule here to accept mm-hmm. that you will think negatively on some things, but just let them go and then focus your energy. Because this is normal. Mm. This is normal. All mm. we all have. Right. That's really good. Uh, it's really powerful for people, I think, who don't know that to, to just think a little moment on the, what that means, because many people are taught to say, oh, you have to pursue only happiness or you have to pursue only positivity. And by doing that, they actually create more stress because they're feeling, yeah. oh, oh, I'm not happy. I'm having all these negative thoughts. And Yeah. Again, you know, like you cannot... Um, deny with uh, a reality mm. it's there just accept it mm. as you accept yourself like maybe there are things you don't like about yourself but we accept like there are things that I like about myself why don't we focus on that rather than thinking about what I don't like about myself <laughs> right right but not denying that and yeah I'm, don't deny don't yeah accept acceptance is more important than denying mm. because denial is not um solution no no and be kind to yourself i think is, is one of the the lessons that you learned from what you've just said that you realize that you know you might need to work on your physical um, well-being you might need to work on your mental you might need to work on your emotional but you can't do everything at once. So choose what's important and make progress on that and without feeling bad about not making progress on the other aspects today. Yeah. So how does self-perception fit into this um, idea of perseverance? Um, are these connected in some way? Perception? Self-perception, how you feel about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So first thing is no one is perfect. Mm. Okay? If you understand, like, we all have, you know, some positive and negative. Again, there are so many things I, I want to work on, and that's work in progress. And those, I feel good about it. I will still work on that. 
Mm. And first perception is more like how you see yourself. Again, we have so many filters in front of our eyes and our brains and all those things. When you overcome that, you start seeing the real beauty. You start seeing the real self rather than how you perceive. There is a difference between perception and the reality. Yes. So your, your perception is not your reality. For you, something is completely different um, as you define your beauty or anything. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's completely different. So it's my perception and not yours. And that, and there, that's how, you know, there, it's not reality. It's my perception about myself. It's not a reality. Maybe someone likes about some, this, uh, you know, this character. And I don't like it because of my own inner beliefs. So we need to, you know, we need to just uh, open up and find out the real reality rather than the perception. Mm. So when you see people, you know, you're working with, with many people on dealing with stress and finding their purpose, um, thinking more positively, um, making progress and, and, and having this passion. And if we look at the perseverance side of this, what are some of the things that cause people to give up, to not persevere? Mm -hmm. So first thing is how they have developed. Do they believe in themselves or not? This is the first thing, very important. How much do you believe in yourself? How much you believe you can do it? Mm. The problem with us is during in our childhood, bullying and abuse, they shatter, they take away all those powers, our superpowers. Unless you work on that, you won't be able to grow as a person. So traumas are like scars. Bullying in childhood, they, they just... You know, you, leave, you, you lose all your self-confidence, self-esteem. Even you have everything, you, you're not able to see yourself. That's how, you know, distorted uh, body image or distorted self. Yeah. You're not able to appreciate all those uh, superhero powers that are there, already there. Somehow That's this is like a noise that comes into your mind. Yes. So all those traumas and all, they, they, they are, you know, they stay in your subconscious and they, they just build up and make, make your personality. Now, uh, there, there was a client I had, he, he had a lot of negative, negative thoughts about himself and all those. And when he, I worked on him, I found like in, um, in, at age of, I think, 12 or 13, he was a fat kid mm. and he had gone through some bullying and all those things that has taken away all his self-confidence and self-esteem distorted. And uh, it, it's amazing how things work. And, uh, and I, um, sometimes it's like priceless 
that people they what they they become like mm. after overcoming all those beliefs they just a new person right they just blossom and, yeah and you know like they, they start seeing things in a different perspective and uh, you know, i would say that this is my success like i change people's mindset and right. they they start seeing themselves um in a different um frame <laughs> in a different frame no that's wonderful helping people realize that those words they've heard as a child whether that's from their parents or from other school kids or from teachers or whoever that rejections and all those they have negative effect yeah and yeah. you help them deal with that that's wonderful so this helps build self-confidence i presume which is obviously one of the keys to being persevering to, to have confidence in yourself to keep going when situations demand. So just a couple of tips on how people can start building their, their self-confidence to the next level. What would you, what would you recommend people to do to, if they want to improve their self-confidence? First of all, appreciate what you have mm. rather, rather than what you don't. Uh, focus on positive rather than negative uh seek advice you know this is very important because um this is i'm talking about generally but some people they have like very um different issues they need to work on traumas abuses rejections failures and all those things so how can we just changing the words how do you speak to yourself can make a big difference um, because the first person, when you talk to anyone or to yourself, is you. When I talk, the first person who listens to me is me than anyone else. Mm. So always be kind to yourself and, of course, to others. Yeah. That is, that well, is those, those are really wonderful tips to end us with, Sarah, um, on this conversation. I'd just like to, I know you obviously talk and you follow a lot of people in this area are there any other thought leaders for example you would recommend to our listeners or any books for example that you would recommend um, people to read on this topic i i love to listen to tony robbins opera mm. um you know there are there are lots and lots of coaches and all i i just follow them on linkedin otherwise as well you know like, um like huge positive mindset people are there but still i would say like um books yeah a lot of books are there mind over mood i i, I love this book also mm, there is a book the seven habits of uh successful people yeah. rich dad poor dad all all those you know uh i'm my favorite so i i you know what happens is books can help you change your mindset secretly without letting anyone know. <laughs> so Seek knowledge. It's, it's very interesting. Yes, it's, it's very interesting. Excellent, excellent. So my final question to you, Sarah, is what brings you joy? Your joy is in your hands. Let's do it together. So make like this. You do it. Joy. J-O- Oh, why? Why? 
Love it. It's in your hands. <laughs> Beautifully well said. Well, it's in your hands. <laughs> well said. That was wonderfully done. So, um, so if our listeners want to find out more about what you're up to, I presume at least they can contact you on LinkedIn and find you your name, Sarah Zayeda, or yeah. they can visit your website for the health. And we give the links um, in the... Oh, I would love to. That would be wonderful. And, and she's such a, a wonderful person. Um, I can totally recommend that you reach out to Sarah and, and talk with her and see what you can... Oh, my God. It, it was very nice talking to you. I just love it. Thank you. And, you know, when you are in, in the same... Uh, you know, <laughs> I would say same energy. You just don't understand, like, the time is already over. There you go. There you go. We are running out of time indeed. But it's yeah. been such a pleasure talking with you. And, and to my listeners, it's been such a pleasure to have you listening. So if you enjoyed the show, please hop on social media and talk about your own experiences with the power of perseverance. Share your own stories. That's so powerful. Um, that you can do that and if you don't already do so please follow the art and science of joy on instagram facebook or linkedin come join the conversation and help us spread the joy so thanks once again for listening and i hope you tune into the next episode of the art and science of joy podcast until then stay well stay joyful and persevere